five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Good afternoon, we are the People Movers, and we are back again to discuss a car company you may not know called NEO, bringing a fully autonomous vehicle to the market. Most are giving us a gift that most of us never heard of, called the Twin Star. Porsche celebrating 25 years of the Boxer in production, and the Amazon Rivian van makes a very irritating noise. But first, the most important question of the day, Jason, how are you? I am wonderful. We have a jam-packed show, so let's dive right in, Brian. Right. So we have this car company, NIO. They're a very prominent Chinese manufacturer of EV vehicles. They make tons of actually pretty sleek-looking things. They already make three SUVs currently. They have the ES8, EC6, ES6. I know those are all just letters and numbers, <laughs> but they just took the wraps off the, you guessed it, ET7. It's a sleek-looking four-door sedan in the way of the Tesla Model S. There's a number of competitors out there, but Jason, what do you think of your first impressions of this? What do you like? Well, it's not often that it's a car brand that we've never heard of on People Movers. Neo is definitely one of those for me. Um, I'm not familiar with any of their work, but this is a Good looking car. It's a very nice looking car. It seems like they're giving you a lot of value for money compared to the competitors too. Yeah, I think that, you know, as much as everyone focuses on the big German three as far as dethroning Porsche and doing that kind of things, there's going to be plenty of other competitors out there. I've always pointed to cell phones when it comes to this EV game. That can make some seriously powerful competitive stuff that you may never have heard of, but also undercut a budget. But either way, Real world numbers, they're saying they're going to have a 70 kilowatt battery, 100 kilowatt, and a massive 150 kilowatt. Wow. They're also claiming two really important things. They're saying 620 mile range on the big boy stuff. Um, Who knows power numbers for that one? The small motor, they're saying a 644, all that kind of stuff. That's boring. But the big headline with this car, Jason, is they're saying it is their first fully autonomous vehicle for the market. Yeah, and um, Neo is making some pretty bold claims too about that. They're saying that their system is far superior to Tesla's autonomous driving system, which, as we all know, it's kind of the standard in the world for autonomous driving right now. But one example that they're giving here is that the uh, exterior camera resolution of the Neo. Um, the front-facing camera is eight megapixel camera versus the Tesla's one point two megapixel camera. What, so they're saying are there's you a sure lot you're more. That one point two megapixel camera. What year is phone? this? Is what I was thinking when I read that. It, it is reminds that right? me of my first cell phone camera. What? Yeah, that's what that's, I'm reading here. From uh, I'm reading uh, eleven camera. Yeah, it a, allows for what they're saying is a much greater range. Of course. Of uh, yeah, exactly. You don't have to be a. <laughs> I'm having a know, tough a time wrapping my head around. One, that makes me feel very unsafe, even though I know it's like, whatever. I know someone could blow that apart, why that means nothing, or, you know, whatever, in a short, something about that. Seems (laughs) awfully low, I agree. It's like someone handing you, you know, a hard drive and being like, hey, try not to use up all my kilobytes. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, You're only allowed to use 1.2K. On yeah, this. like I, I'm uh, telling you, man, this thing's a beast. Like, just please don't try to load Doom on it because it just yeah, won't happen. It, was, it's, it says there's 33 kind of sensors. Well, and it makes me feel like there's a lot of room for Tesla to revamp their line, too. You think about it, the Model S has been in production for a long time now. I think it came out in 2012 or 13 now. Well, they're so. saying it, it makes up a very slim margin of their sales, that in the Model X. This thing, I'm reading about it. I mean, yeah, I think Tesla's feels the pressure from all angles to up their game but this one looks like a genuine contender that it might come to market i mean the 70 kilowatt one they're saying is going to be like 69 grand so right in that market 
Now there's my only question is, is it going to come to America? Because they're saying it's going to be on sale no. uh, in China you know, in the spring of 2022. There'll be deliveries being made. So it's highly unlikely to be sold in the U.S. anytime soon. But but man, you know, yeah, it's a cool car. It'll be interesting to watch to see uh, to see how it is in the real world. Like once they start selling and getting out there and all that, it's going to be really cool. It seems decked to the teeth. They are doing One the subs- other interesting doing the thing I noted thing. here is. Neo is offering the self-driving as a monthly subscription, which we hate on the people movers. We hate subscription-based services on cars that are, you know, features. Yeah. So yeah, that trend uh, continues. No surprise there. It's $107 a month is what they're saying. An extra $107 a month if you want the subscription of the autonomous driving. So the feature that probably bring you to the table, extra $107 a month. I mean, Cadillac right now, I think, a lot of people are loving their Super Cruise too more than anything mm-hmm. on the market as far as that comes. But that's also one of those ones that's like included for like three years and then becomes a price. That's just something everything's going to do. But either way, Neo, check them out. They make some uh, interesting cars. Their SUVs look pretty handsome as well. But moving on to something not as handsome in my <laughs> opinion, but way more interesting. So there's a company called Mosler. Mosler, very famous for making some really, really heavy hitting race cars you know that are out there super rare track hyper stuff you know just really interesting stuff this car is called the twin star jason go right ahead uh wow go right ahead is such a broad place to begin uh where do we start um well for years cadillac is known as the high watermark was their 1930s v16 you know i mean the absolute daddy of cadillac's Right. Well, in the 90s, Mosler decided there needed to be another 16-cylinder Cadillac. Right. And I'm so surprised they, you've never heard of it. They've, uh, they've put two together, did they? they put two well, together. yes and no. They When you say together, they put two V8 engines together in the same car. This car is just bonkers. Like, but you, not necessarily together. And if you've <laughs> never seen it, they put this in an Eldorado at the time. Now, they yes. put it in an Eldorado, but not just any Eldorado. Of course, a heavily modified widened in the rear and they needed to widen the rear because that's where that second north star v8 motor went and now you can guess where the name came from now that genius took all of 30 seconds before he collected that check when they were like how much do you or what do you want to name this and he was like well, there's two north stars in it right and you're like yeah same motor correct why don't we yeah, call it the yeah. twin star I'll take my check, please. <laughs> now, if, if just if you're not following us here, just Google Mosler yeah, Twin Star and click just on images. But legitimately, it is one stock Cadillac North Star engine in the front, and one relatively stock Cadillac North Star engine in what used to be the cargo compartment, the trunk. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's like stuffed in there. Even after the modifications, it's literally a boot. And when filled. you look at pictures, it literally looks like you're bringing home a second North Star engine from the junkyard. I love the advertisement for it. If you just look it up, the first thing that's going to pop up image-wise is this advertisement. It's this black and white ad, which they chose a black car on a black background. Way to go. Um, introducing a 600, like right out the gate. It, if you liked an Eldorado, I'm not going to lie. You'd be, so ex- you'd be so excited before you read the actual paragraph. Like the top of it, introducing the 600 horsepower all-wheel drive twin star and to the naked eye it just looks like a kind of lengthened and widened eldorado and if that was your thing it's got like specs it's like telling you all these quarter miles and top speeds top speed estimated 200 jason 200 
And then 200 miles an hour <laughs> in a 90s North or a 90s Cadillac with a second engine stuffed in well, the Well, like, let's just say the ad ended there. Let's just say the ad ended at that. It's a 0 to 60 in 4.6, 12.7 quarter at 110. Like, that, mind you, this is the 90s or whenever. Yeah, this might be. I was just going to say, Early those are 2000s. pretty immense numbers for the time. Right. Yeah. So either way, just, you know, the 600 horsepower all-wheel drive, and then it's telling you, you know, how much it will cost. It's saying very reasonable conversion of $22,000 plus the donor car. I mean, so far, how do you feel, Jason, about that ad? It even tells you where to call. Well, and like I said, for the time, you have to understand if you're not our age, those were huge numbers in the day. So right. uh, it sounds all good. And then there's, then there's a paragraph going more into it. But also, too, at this time, this is a day and age where these kind of cars would pop up in the DuPont registry. If you've mm-hmm. never read the DuPont yeah. registry, go grab yourself a copy and you will find these random <laughs> gems like this that really I can still remember from being child. We'll talk about the Euromuma Puma some other time. The nineties were literally awash with cars like this, that cars today you seem like, like who was begging people to build these things? You know, who was going, man, I wish there was a Cadillac with a second motor in the trunk. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I beg to differ. I there's never been a demand or a person outside of the just drug fueled, idea room the the just brainstorming session at mosler i just the things they made previously were all light and fast and competitive they were about speed and power before <laughs> well the the most crazy thing about the twin star to me hold on this. don't ruin it really quick like this is this is hold on jason let me tell you the first couple lines mosler automotive introduces the twin star a unique, that's a key word. A unique, unique nice way to say yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. Whoever wrote this. <laughs> a unique twin engine Cadillac Eldorado with performance to rival and even surpass world supercars. That's the first. I'm picturing the guy who's at the time driving a 964 Turbo and getting his doors blown off by a twin star. Well, it, it doesn't. <laughs> whoa. Doesn't stop there. The next one's just like that's where it really throws you for a loop. Like so, you're like, wait, wow, I'm I'm really curiosity sparked. And then it says with a combined 600 horsepower from its front, and then there's a dash, and, and then another <laughs> dash, mid mounted. So front oh, and mid mounted. It's so Mosler. far forward. <laughs> I know, dude. North Star engines, all wheel drive, traction control. That tells the date. Just letting you know, there are few cars that can challenge the performance of the twin star and even fewer that can rifle its combination of stunning performance with Cadillac <laughs> oh, luxury. It's almost the end. So, so far, how are you feeling? Like you were, I, I'm already <laughs> waiting to pony up a check. I have it all made out. I just need I'm a dollar. Still, like here. I was going to say to this day, like let's go mostly number five, six, one, eight, four, two, two, four, nine, two. Let's call and see if that works. But either way, I'm going to call right now. I should call right now. And it's like, you guys, how many twin stars? What's the deal with twin star orders? Ninety seven is twenty seven thousand dollars. But either way, the last pair, you know, if you're not sold at the last little bit, it tells you flat out. <laughs> it says, I mean, rest assured, the last one like calms your nerves. It says twin star doesn't even go any further. It doesn't say anything. It's just like Madonna at that point. It was like nice. twin star retains a full Cadillac interior and stock overall dimensions, which we know is a lie because it says that it's widened and lengthened. But, you know, (laughs) (laughs) there's also this really great shot of like the dude, I'm guessing is John Sape of Mosler just leaning on it, looking just like the worst villain from any RoboCop sequel. The whole stock interior thing is sort of not entirely true either. Yeah, exactly. So we have to talk about the Mosler's most curious thing, right? The, and that is the, the fact that 
it has two engines, one front and one rear, which means it also has two gearboxes and two ECUs and two sets of instrumentation, like a power boat and two ignition keys. I mean, I'm reading all this about this car and it's it has two ignition keys has two ignition keys as well. Yes. Like a, a new double ignition switch. Like like you literally turn oh man. But the, the like best part of all of it, it has two gauge clusters, two shifters, two I mean That begs the, the qu- that begs the question, could you drive it with just one motor on? Oh, I'm sure you could. Save gas. Well that's the big <laughs> thing that you're getting to though, is the thing about all these twos is the fact that they're two, they are not one in one in, in all categories. Anyway, yeah. They at no point are they one. So <laughs> What basically that leaves you with, Brian, is two engines that can operate independent of one another. So they can shift at different times. They could be doing different things through their performance envelope at different times, which I cannot imagine the racket racket that thing must make. It would make, I mean, it would be, I still to this day, I I would, if anybody ever, there's only five ever made. We know Jay Leno still has one. If I ever get to ride in one, I don't care who I'm with. I'm going to laugh so hard. I might die. I mean, I might die just thinking of the shift points and just two motors. (laughs) And if you look at the pictures, like I said, go through and look at the rear motor. It is the most hysterical motor shoved in any place of a car I've ever seen. Like you could pull a fender off of a car and there could be an LS under it and I'd be less surprised and it would probably be cleaner than this rear mounted or they claim mid, even though that, that thing is... That thing's rear. There's no mid about it. This is crazy. So you can see in some of these interior shots here, the second <laughs> set of instrumentation for the passenger. It looks like it's where the glove box used to go. Oh, man. <laughs> this car is hysterical. We've wasted way too much time on it. Oh, they, my gosh. So if you say, own a Moser Twin Star, reach out to us, please. Oh, I'll fly anywhere. I'll fly yes. anywhere. I'll have to go see one. I like that it says it's limited to 126. I want to see someone who has a Twin Star pull the limiter off and hit that 200 they claim. But moving on. To a much better <laughs> car as the years have gone on. I mean, we ate up a lot of the show with that ridiculous. Go look up the Twin Star. I mean, we just lost every listener ever because they have no idea. Where, but go look it up. Um, Porsche celebrating 25 years of the Boxer, a car that when it came out, raised eyebrows and cast judgment from P car owners. Now, a lot different thing in the stable, I think. What do you think, Jason? 25 years on the Boxer. First and foremost, I can't believe it's been 25 years since it came out. Time flies. But yeah, you know, when it came out, I think it was largely viewed by the Porsche community kind of like the 914 was years ago. Yeah, You know, kind of like, well, you only have that because you can't afford a 911 type thing. But now the Boxster's morphed into a nicely optioned one's over a yeah. hundred grand and you can have the GTS with the four liter. And yeah, I would say that like up until the point where they switched them to the four cylinder, they definitely gained a lot more of like my, like, Oh, you know, if I was into that type of thing, I, but I will say to this day, a car I love is the GTS and the, um, the spider basically of the former generation 100%. boxer. It's basically just a drop top GT four, which is not my thing, but something about its proportions and all that. And it's supposed to be just phenomenal in every way generationally they've gotten better and better and better so it really has grown out of that segment and very importantly dynamically boxers have always been good cars you know people might try to lump them in with mx5s and stuff like that but they are always dynamically a cut above most of the things that they're compared to Um, but as we know porsche never ever misses an opportunity to commemorate any kind of anniversary i mean they'll be like oh this is the day the new factory opened 25 special examples coming out (laughs) you know so they didn't miss an opportunity here so they put out a limited 25th anniversary uh porsche boxster and it actually takes cues from the original concept that was shown in the mid nineties. Actually, and it's a good looking. Yeah, I was car. like, it actually works. And also, kudos to whoever back then 
Probably the dude in the Dominique Wilkins shirt in that group shot that we saw earlier. Love that, that, that Love, Love that guy. But the gold wheels on the uh, Carrera Silver and the red and the whole nine. Yeah. It, it looks great. Are they? Look, well, they're going to sell the this. Car features the GTS powertrain too. Ooh, they say so. it costs more than a Inspire. Than a, okay, wow. So yeah, twelve hundred and fifty of them. They are going to sell this, and saying it's going to cost more than a Boxster Spider. Yes, it's going to cost $98,600 in the United States, which is before Carrera options. money all day long. Oh, yeah, before <laughs> options. I mean, I'm not going to lie, though. If that's your cup of tea, and it looks sweet. I mean, it, it looks really sweet. And if it's a limited Porsche, it's going to be collectible. So go get one. You yeah, could, I was just going to say, there seems to be no limit for what people will, you know, collect from Porsche. So if you have the means and you're on the list, why not? That's a good looking car. You go smash a twin star in one and saying you're doing 182, <laughs> zero to 60 in four seconds. Hey, you're burying one in your box. Yeah. But see, are you really winning though? If you're beating the twin star, the guy yes. in the twin star, Brian <laughs> has stock dimensions and Cadillac's luxuriously stock interior from the nineties too. So, I mean, the original wheel choice on the concept of the boxer 93 one is, is pretty, uh, pretty awesome. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The pictures of them together and stuff. I mean, it was a, not, I don't want to say a letdown, but the first few generations were pretty, pretty soft and they've just continually made it better. And it bred the Cayman pretty much. Uh, fantastic. Kudos, Porsche. But yeah, it's interesting. You know, I know boxer sales have basically cratered. They can't give they? boxers away right now. Yeah, yeah. The SUV craze is jacking Porsche. I like how I said that, like, actually surprised. I'm like, yeah, I guess there's I a two-seater <laughs> that's really expensive in realistic terms for most people. And... Yeah, I guess that wouldn't be a giant, giant seller in this day and age, you know, because people aren't exactly pining for less usability and more money. That's not really what you're going for. But also, it's a lot of money for something with force on there. I hate to be that guy. I just, you know, at that point. Yeah, hundred grand, man. That that's absolutely your your toy car at that point. Well, you know at, at that point, you're getting a GTS, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it, you're getting the four liter at that point. But up until that point. You know, but either way, you could you could fight over that all day. But the last thing we got final two minutes. We really like Rivian for the most part. Most everything they do, they yep. look really. I mean, we just do. inside out. We really like Rivian. Got a great look. Like their build quality so far. Like every move they're making. Great company so far. Really into them. Have you seen the video of their Amazon van? They have a couple running around LA now, testing them out, making deliveries. They're actually out. But have you seen the video and listened to it? I have not, admittedly. Okay. Now, as somebody who admittedly likes and is open to kind of sci-fi, whooshy mm-hmm. sounds or things like this, this is so the opposite, opposite, total opposite end of the spectrum of just terrible. It's Go listen oh, to it. Gosh. Look it up. I don't even want to play it over the... I don't even want to play it's the that sound. Offensive, yeah, it's that really. bad. And apparently the noises it creates do this... <laughs> every single time somebody's like getting in and out or like starting up it's like a weird like kind of jetsonsy loud pings but go listen to it the real thing it made me think of though i really hope this doesn't like create a wave where more people start doing this like because it's a i really hope this can't be good. The very first no. thing that pops up when I Google it is the loud and irritating noises made by yeah, Amazon's that's, electric delivery van. Well, at first I was like, I thought I was expecting like a battery, like a, you know, no, dude, like I can't do justice to recreate all the noises and all the stuff it makes. But either way, I'll like I money. said, I'm really hoping this is not some like sweeping trend. I really hope this is not something where people are like, oh, that is good. It alerts pedestrians 
or something. And then I every feel like car they have is to like do something right to alert people of oh, of an approaching car, you know. But right, not dude, not make it not this n- according no, to Brian. No, so, so I can't go, wait to give you my reaction on this. I'm not ruining <laughs> your Sunday by doing that. But on that note, <laughs> we are the people movers. We appreciate you spending time with us. I'm sorry I didn't ruin your eardrums with the Amazon band, but please do it on your own time. We look forward to having you back. Pay attention to those things that move you and do the most important thing. Get out there, be good to one another, and we will see you soon.